Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to this edition of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Um, Terry, how are you going today? Really well, thanks. How are you? Good. Hey, this one's kind of born out of some stuff that's happened locally. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we've had some really bad bushfires in Queensland. Mm, yes. So what's happened is a lot of people were basically got a knock on the door and said, mm. you need to evacuate now. You've mm. got to come right now. I did now. see those new segments. Yeah, yeah, those new segments. The police were actually yeah. going door to door. Yes, some of them had megaphones. Megaphones, <laughs> calling people out. Yeah, our question today is, are you are your images ready for an emergency? Mm. So, you know, if you got the knock on the door, yep. are you ready? Yes, you, and I think we talked about this earlier. You said, yep, I know yep. exactly. I'm going to grab my drives and I'm going to run out the door. Yeah, I would literally just reef them out of the back of that computer and they'd be going in a bag and I'd be out the door. Yep. yep. And that's great for your digital captures that you've captured. Mm. But, but a lot of us actually have a lot of other photographic yes. ma- material that been captured. Especially if you're alive in the film days. If you're alive in the film days. But not even that. I mean, think about this. And it might be like, you know, photo albums were the stock thing that every family had a photo album. Yeah. So basically all the important milestones, mm-hmm. the prints were put in that photo album. Baby hair. Baby hair, <laughs> um, you know, all those types of things. Clippings of toenails. Oh, maybe not toenails. Well, yes, yeah, maybe. But... <laughs> But the thing, the thing about it is, in an emergency situation, are you prepared? Are you prepared to go and grab, find all those albums? Mm. Um, we have an enormous amount of photo albums at home, but I also have a ginormous pile of transparencies. Yeah, or, you were or saying slides. that before. Yeah, and I'm being very slowly process of scanning them digitally. Mm. So I've got yeah. So if I did grab the hard drives, and I've got, um, I mean, I. My images are backed up all over the place. They're backed yeah. up at multiple locations. Yes. Yeah. So my digital images I'm pretty comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite ready yet with my prints and mm. my slides because those – and the other thing too is – and I've started doing this as well – certificates. Like kids have got yeah. different certificates and they have they have some meaning. Yeah. You know, so but you're not going to gather up all these certificates because there's a fire yeah. coming. you got to get out of there. Yeah. But if you scan those certificates, and it could be an achievement, they're on a hard drive. It's you've got a yep. digital copy of yeah. it, and and that can be on the cloud, or it could be stored in another location. Mm-hmm. Um, or the other thing, which I've also got, I've got a couple of things I do is both at home at work we have a fire safe, so there's stuff that's in the safe. So the, it's more about fire rather than theft. Yes, but I have a fire briefcase, so it's like it looks like an oversized briefcase. And it's fireproof. It's fireproof and it has all my backup cards in it. Wow. So basically it's it's really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's full of concrete or something. <laughs> but but it's designed to... Be fire retardant. So leave it in a fire and technically, if they've done their engineering right, <laughs> everything inside will be safe. <laughs> so, but I mean, so we've got some of the stuff like that. So the dig- digital stuff is actually... Is the, is the easy one to be fire ready mm. because you know mm. like I said there's so many, and there's platforms you can buy like if you if you're an Apple user you've got the cloud you've got all that Apple cloud yeah. and you can buy the extra storage and your that's photo, right. your photos are there so that's yes. really great but what about all that other stuff yeah that's a really good point 
That's a and, really good point. And the other thing, the other challenge is with the trying to protect that stuff is... How do you store it? How do you store it? And well, the, the other thing too is like some of those older photo albums are actually the pictures. You know, they used to use like um, some of my grandparents' photos I've got and stuff like mm. that. They used to use those little sticky corners. Yes. And the photos used to stick in. Yes, I've, got, I've still actually got a box of those at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the photo corners. Photo corners. Put them yeah. on, put them on, uh, on Gumtree, your wonderful fortune. Retro photo corners. <laughs> um, but the problem being with the those types of things is that trying to take the photos out to scan them. Mm, can be really challenging. We've got to be very careful not to damage the photo. Yeah. Yeah. So and some of the old photos are actually almost like on a fibre paper. Well, some of them are. Some they've got, yeah, they're, they're fibre-based, they're textured fibre-based paper. So I yeah. know some people do have a an idea where they're basically those those albums, they've just laid it flat and taken a photograph mm. and got a digital. So you've not, it's not as good as obviously, but you've got those images, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if you... Mm. So think about it this way: if you don't can't remove them, to prefer to use a flatbed scanner. Mm. So I'll take the images out. I mean, most of our photo albums, the modern ones, are sleeve type ones, so you can mm. slide the picture out the sleeve, put it in the flat de- yeah flatbed scanner, scan the image, get the digital copy of it, put it back. Like we talked about, if you've got the negatives, scan the negatives. You can scan the negatives. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I find about when you scan negatives or slides, there's two enemies: mm. dust. So much dust. <laughs> Goodness me. So one of the things is that even though like we talked about because you can scan the negative, but you have to make sure it's perfectly clean. Mm, so mm. you can actually spend a lot of time prepping it. Yeah. Because even though it's been in and out of a sleeve, you pull it out of the sleeve, guess what happens? Static it, electricity. It, yeah, it just it attracts dust. Attracts dust. Yeah. And then, you know, it's funny how I've done some of my slides and I've brushed them and airbrushed them and think, oh, yeah, that's good. And then you and, go to put and, it in your carriage and, and it's... Well, then I put the file up on the computer and I go, oh, yuck, there's a bit mm. of hair in the corner. Oh, I remember the hairs when you used to scan. Yeah, 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 I remember that. <laughs> so you see all these little bits on there because what you realise is obviously the size of the, which is the old 35 mil, mm. which I think is like 36 by 24, the, the size of the thing. But once you blow it up on a screen, that tiniest little bit of dirt shows up massive. A bit, yeah. like when, a bit like when you have a bit of dust on your sensor and your digital yes. camera. Yes, that's it. that is so frustrating. So you frustrating. This, you have this big blob and it's the minutest little piece of dust, mm. but it's a blob when you mm. look at it. So I think it's one of those things that people probably, majority of us aren't ready for an emergency with our images. Like we aren't ready to jump and run. We've done a good job with our digital stuff, mm. maybe our older stuff. And like I said, even for even for a younger person today who's never shot film, they've probably got some... Some prints somewhere. Some prints, but they're yeah. probably like, you know, from their parents. Yeah. Um, grandparents. Yeah. Stuff that's been handed down. Yeah. That you don't necessarily have a digital copy. And the thing about it, the sad thing is, if they're lost, they're lost. They're like, gone. There's no coming back. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people today say, oh, I'm not too worried because I post so many pictures to Facebook. If something happened, I can go to Facebook and I can get all these pictures back. And that's a fair point. But the trouble is I wouldn't use Facebook as a, Fail-safe. As a historical <laughs> archiving <laughs> mechanism because who's to say what might happen in five years from now? There mightn't be Facebook. That would be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. What was that popular place? Uh, MySpace? MySpace, yeah, which I heard the other day that it's still around. Apparently you can still get into it. Well, someone was saying, I did hear someone saying the other day that yeah, if you put stuff up there, apparently you can still access some of it. Mm, I have an old account somewhere. Apparently, but you can't actually... Add to it. Or, or take down. It's oh, some weird thing. Yeah. So I think the challenge is 
some of those mediums where you think, oh, well, they're on Instagram or they're on Facebook, I'll mm. be able to get, get these things. Mm-hmm. And look, interesting, and it's not a photography thing, but today there was in the news, by the time people hear this, it'll be old news, but um, Thomas Cook, travel agents in the UK. Yes, yes, it's collapsed. Collapsed. And I think there's like, I don't know. 600,000 or something. 600,000 people around the world are kind of stranded now, yeah. got to get home, that type of stuff. So just because something is big today doesn't mean it's going to be big tomorrow. Mm. It could be gone tomorrow. I did. I was listening to a podcast a while ago and it was a, about a photo storage facility on, online where you paid X amount of dollars yeah. and you upload all your photos to it. Yeah. And what had happened was the person who ran it ran it really badly. And that had gone bust. And went bust. Someone, <gasps> someone stepped in at 11th hour and kind of bought it. There was potential for all of that. That well, apparently, what happened yeah. was they hadn't been paying, they hadn't paid the service space where the images. So they just shut down a lot of the the servers. Um, and... The servers and anyway, the person who bought it and yeah, tried to rescue as much as they can, but people ultimately probably lost some images as a result of that. Yeah. So I think it's really kind of you got to be careful about where you store stuff that mm. you probably you mm. want to you want to not put all your eggs in one basket. That's right, that's right. And a lot of us actually deliver our images digitally these days, um, depending on what types of shoots they are. And I think it's really important that our clients understand that they need to um, they need to download those images and keep them safe. Put, put them, and put them somewhere and spread, yeah. them, spread them around. Yeah, spread I them. always suggest that people have a copy on a USB and also yeah. a copy on their hard drive or yeah. on an external hard drive. And it's interesting, I ran this question through one of the forums and the number of people who came back... Um, after I asked this question about are your are your images ready for an emergency, mm. who had actually put stuff on hard drives only to have the hard drives backup hard drives fail, yeah, went to get images off, lost everything. It's happened. I've had similar things happen to me with music hard drives, so I've yep. lost years of collected music. Yes, yeah, because I so can't access it. Put them on a hard drive is a f- kind of a false sense of security. If that's oh, I've got all the pictures backed up on a, on this drive. Doesn't necessarily mean that you're always going to have them. No, that's right. I always have duplicate backups, as similar to yourself. Yep. So, yeah. so I've got a number of. I spread them across a number of different mm. platforms, mm-hmm. and it, it is actually a chore. It's something you have to consciously do. You do, yeah. Um, it was funny actually because I was talking to a friend about, um, and we were talking about what happens if something happens to one of us, and who. Who is going to make sure that our clients get the photos? That, who's going to be the, the gatekeeper, yeah. gatekeeper for all these captured images? It, exactly. Or who's going to take on our jobs if something happens in an emergency yep. or whatnot? Yep. So we, we made a pact to each other that we would be each other's emergency person in those scenarios because yep. I think that's really important as well that if if you are a photographer that you have an emergency system in place for you if something happens Yes. So that your clients are actually looked after. It's interesting because I remember talking to a colleague and he posed the question about saying, what do you think the fam- your family are going to do if your images, if something happened to you? It's a really good way to look at it, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and quite often they don't even know what you've got. Like That's you, exactly you've right. Got, you've got all these enormous, uh, and everyone uses different you know, systems yeah. to catalogue them. Uh-huh. Sometimes they're all over the shop, so people are trying to work out yeah. uh, what, what they're actually looking at. Yeah. And I think in the old days it was it was funny because obviously we you know someone say your grandparents passed on, and you you got to become the custodian of their photo albums. Mm. You had those, mm. but I mean, who comes the custodian of your digital images? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And and in saying that, I there was multiple boxes of photographs that 
that were around for my family that I've, I've got no idea where they've gone. Yeah. Once all the kids have left home and, and all of those kinds of things and the house has been disbanded, what happens to all of those photographs? And yeah. And like I said, you know, the other thing is, you know, people used to have things like, you know, store stuff on three and a half inch floppy disks. <laughs> so they, you know, so people had files or something they captioned, they put mm, on those. Mm. Today, like, you're going to struggle to find someone who's got a three and a half inch floppy disk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To put it in to, to get the files off. Yeah. So in saying that is that where technology might be in 20 years from now. We don't know. Hard drive might be just one of those things that might go the way of, if you've got a VHS tape. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't have anything they can play a VHS tape on anymore. Yeah, that's right. That's really right. Yeah. And I've got a lot of VHS tapes of video stuff that I've taken. And then, yeah, I mean, again, I should probably be putting that onto a digital. You might have to. And then putting it in a box for safety for when an emergency is that you can just grab it and run. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying you're trying to obviously put all your stuff in the one spot. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's not always it's not always going to just be photographic stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um. It could be, like I said, I know there's different things in our family where we've got, you know, a certificate from, you know, grandparents, a sporting day. Mm. They've won the 100 metre hurdle race at school and it's, you know, it's a really old document. Yeah. It's not worth anything to anybody else other than the family. Yeah. But in a situation like an emergency, like a flood or a fire, yeah, that would be yeah. totally destroyed. Yeah, because there was, there was multiple houses that recently got destroyed, not just yes. in Queensland, yeah. but and I think also. What, well, it's interesting because... I posted some pictures up of a place that I was visited many times. There's an iconic guest house in Lamington National Park called Binnabar. And it's gone now. And it's gone. It's completely yeah. burned down. So I've taken a lot of photos at Binnabar around yeah. the lodge, stayed there. And a lot of the things, they had a lot of history there. So much. They had so much stuff inside there that's just gone. It yeah. It never be, never be replaced. Yeah. And that's sad and it's lost. And, yeah. And, and probably people didn't. You know, I think it had been there 85 years, oh, like wow. 86 years, something like that, and then the bushfire came through and yeah, and yeah. totally destroyed it. Really sad, really, really sad. And I don't think they had much warning either. No, no, I think I think what basically happened was they evacuated everyone on the Friday night and on the Saturday the bushfire had burnt the place to the ground. So sad. So whoever made the call to evacuate people just, just did the right thing at the right time. Yeah. So there was no one injured get everyone out of there. And I, I would imagine they probably didn't have much time. I imagine they would, no. have, they would have grabbed a few things. But they wouldn't have had much time at all. I'm just trying to think. You know that fire in France um, just recently, one of the big cathedrals? Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes. I know what they were doing because they were so worried because there's so many precious artworks mm. that they had people literally pulling artworks off the walls. Really? Wow. Getting them out of there because they didn't know how what the extent of the fire was going to be. So they were trying to obviously, you know. And a good thing they did because it was, it was the, some parts of it were completely damaged. Completely, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the thing, like I said, sometimes we all kind of live, I suppose not really, you know, anticipating what might happen. Mm. But it's kind of, you know, I suppose you do have to be kind of mindful that things could change very quickly. Yeah. You know, if you live in an area too, and sometimes things change where people are like, oh, oh this area is never flooded. <laughs> and, and, and all 2011 the, well I, I can just remember back in Toowoomba there was a really bad and there was a lot of people lost their lives and it was further down it was yeah it was a really devas- yeah really devastating I remember flood. that one so there was areas there where you think how did this flood yeah and was, and it lots, did it just came right down the range yeah and there was lots of finger pointing about you know, yeah things that people had done or hadn't done or should have done but anyway. I remember after that 
there was lots of posts on Facebook going around um, because everybody had lost all of their photographs. Yes. So there was a lot of photographers out there doing um, doing free shoots for people that had lost all yeah. of their photographs. Yeah. So that that's an example of in an emergency, you may and not look, have time. You may not have time. And look, I know there was a, there's a print house in Brisbane. Brisbane had some really bad floods in 2011. Yes. yes. And a lot of people lost a lot of their photographs, but the photographs were, you know, when they were lost, I mean, they were in this muddy water. Yeah. And they actually did a free service where they... They were cleaning the photographs. They were cleaning they? and re-scanning like scanning the photos yeah. and reprinting them for people like, you know, they could print so many photos to yeah. try. And they were, they were, in the end, they were inundated with people because I, that's they didn't have time to get those photo albums out. Yeah, it was really sad. I saw some of the destruction from those floods. I went down to West End to do some clean-up work and it was yep. just horrific. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, those things don't discriminate like fire or flood. Mm-mm. It just doesn't discriminate. It doesn't care that they're precious family members. No. Just, you know. No, and so many houses got destroyed in that flood, absolutely yep. destroyed in businesses. And, and I, I think they said, you know, so we're, we're kind of, I suppose, the idea behind this question for the podcast was to get people thinking about Maybe their procedures, maybe how they store stuff, mm. um, that whether maybe they should rethink. Think about maybe protecting some of those images. Absolutely. Putting some things in place. Yeah. Um, and it'd be quite easy to sit down and do yourself a bit of a checklist. Yeah, it's a great idea. You know, do a bit of a checklist. Okay, if I had to leave this house or I had to leave my flat or wherever it was. and In a hurry. In a hurry. What would I take? Where is it? You know, some people say, oh, I know where my passports are or I know where... This is, I know where that is, so you can basically grab it and go. Other people go, oh, I haven't really thought about it. It's worth thinking about because we're coming into a season now in in Queensland, in Queensland where we're about fires. to hit bushfires. Yeah, and we've already had, it's already, the season started early. Like I said, we've already had some devastating fires already. And yeah, and we're also coming up to flood season, which... Yeah, which is a double whammy, so we get at both ends of the spectrum, you know, with the things like some of the we do want rain but not that much yeah we just want we want our <laughs> rain in in sizable you know portions especially in those areas where it needs it please <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem to work that way it always seems no. to be it's a feast or a famine type of thing but yeah look i'm thinking there is ways to do it and like i said for people wondering what to do if they're because not everyone has a flatbed scanner or, or a you know way to scan it there are places that actually will do it for you yeah so you can actually take your photos so here's a Here's my shoebox of photos. Yes. And I want these digitised, so I've got a digital copy of these. And you don't have to actually digitise all of those. I've no, I've been you... talking with a friend who's going through this process himself, actually, because he's planning to to move his family onto the road for a period of time. Yep. So he's digitising everything. So his yes. manuals and his photographs are part of that. Because space is a premium. When yeah, you, you absolutely, yep. absolutely. And he was he was asking me questions, how do I figure out what I want to keep and what I yep. want to save? And it's like, well, whatever gives you a sentimental feeling, yep. you um, keep. That's right. We, we, well, we, we keep a lot of photos of, of events, but there's, there's some key photos. Mm. So it's a matter of, of going through and picking those key photos that, if you lost them, you know, they'd be... Yeah. W- you know, would you be upset? Would you be upset? You may not, you know, kicking the football on the beach photo, maybe that one, you don't need to do it, but maybe, you know, a picture of a, a lost loved one who's no longer with yeah. us, that you want to keep that. So, yeah. so I think you've got to go through and just prioritise. And it's a bit like in, you know, like Lightroom, you can go through and you can... <laughs> Colour code, which is yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can do, maybe you can do a, you know... Yeah. A more simplified system of 
putting those pictures into piles and saying, I'm going to scan these ones. I'm going to toss that one. <laughs> well, you're not going to toss it, but you're going to keep it. So if, if nothing ever happens, you've still got it. Yeah. But, I mean, you scan those first ones, so you might be, do it in steps because it yeah. is a big job. It's a huge job. I know, yeah. like, talk, looking at, you know, from my own experience, like, it can take a couple of minutes to do a scan per mm. photo. Mm. So if you've got 5,000 photos to do... That's a lot of work. That's a lot of time. Just calculate the hours. It's enormous. Yeah. yeah. Put on a good podcast. Start put, scanning. Actually, put on your photo mission <laughs> podcast and you can listen to that while you're doing your scan. Yeah. That'd be a great idea. <laughs> I love your thinking, Terry. Yeah, I'm on it. She's all over it. So look, I'm kind of hoping this has made people sit up and think about this subject. Mm. You know, we don't talk about doom and gloom. But, <laughs> but you know, I think you have to be ready. Yeah. You just have to be ready in case something does happen and you've got your images and you protect them. I agree. All right. Hope you like this episode. If you do, leave us a comment or if you've got an idea for a future episode, you can also drop that in the comments. Thanks, Terry. Catch Thanks. you later. See Bye. ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.